Yeah. Welcome back to another episode of the Almost Black Man Podcast. And today, I kind of want to give some instructions, some shit. advice on a simple method to change the world one day at a time. And the method I use is leading by example. <laughs> Let's talk about it. Leading by example. So, of course, I wanted to talk about this because of reoccurring reason. People complaining. <laughs> I feel like people complaining is like the number one driver for most of my episodes because I feel like people are quick to complain without observing their situation or recognizing, one, how they play a part in it, or two, how other people aren't as bad as they think. Or I'm not even going to say as bad, as different as they think. Because to be honest, we all a little messed up in one way or another. But yes, I wanted to talk about leading by example because I hear a lot of people talking about, like, everybody is trash these days. The society, the world we live in is trash. Blah, blah, blah. You know, just complaining generally complaining about, excuse me, our society, people they know, dating, a lot. You feel me? And not to say that things aren't bad, and especially not to dismiss anybody's personal situation, because you can just be unlucky and be running into all of these negative situations, you know? And I pray for you. I'm sorry that you're going through that. But at the same time, I feel like a big question that we have to ask ourselves, especially when you are constantly complaining and saying that everything is bad, what are you doing to make a difference? And yeah, that's the basic topic of this whole entire episode. What are you doing to make a difference? And how are you leading to be the example? So me personally, I always have been a firm believer in the quote, I guess, be the change that you want to see in the world. Always, always, always. I would say that phrase, that quote has gotten me to most of my accomplishments and successes in my life. Like just me sitting down and saying, hmm, I don't like the way people do this. I think it should be done this way. So this is how I'm going to do it. And just having that thought and that strength in my mind, like, no, I honestly, genuinely believe this is the right way, so just act on it. And even for things that I don't even know if it's true or not, you feel me? Uh, I'm going to give an example because that's a little ambiguous to think about, a little questionable. But if I'm in a space where I have never had anybody to look up to or nobody to teach me, So it's like foreign to me. It's like, okay, I do some critical thinking, some self-reflection. It's like, even though I don't know how this is supposed to be done, I think this is the healthy way to do it. So this is how I'm going to do it. Like, you you know what Drake said in that song. Like, I ain't got to do it, but fuck if somebody got to do it. I hate if someone else did it, so I might as well do it. Damn. And that's it. That's honestly, like, again, most of the things I can say I've been fortunate enough to succeed in is just me saying this is how I think it should be done 
and just leading so that other people can be inspired to do the same thing. And I just feel like, again, in a society, in this world, people are quick to complain about the state and the status of everything without actually trying to change it. It's like, how can you say that dating ain't shit? Excuse my language. I might curse a little bit in this episode, but it's just to explain the point. But how can you say people ain't stuff and dating ain't it or it's trash or whatever, but at the same time, you fall similarly into or you fall into the same patterns and actions as everybody else you know you're not doing anything different to change and break the cycle and yeah i think that's kind of a place where we all need to take some type of accountability not just dating but of course to relate to y'all because a lot of people in my life are talking about dating right now but um yeah i think that's a place where we can all take some type of accountability really question how we're making a change in the world what are we doing to make whatever we're complaining about better? I would say me personally, I think one of the biggest places or spaces in my life where I've always tried to lead, by example, I would say it's in manhood or like masculinity or, yeah, I would just say being a man. And although y'all know I'm an almost black man, practice makes perfect. So I always try to practice and, you know, execute these little concepts of what I think a man should be. So that way, when it's time for me to claim, you know, myself as a man, I'm the head of my family or some type of community position. I already know what to do and I already know how to execute because I've been practicing it. Y'all know this. Practice makes perfect. I just talked about this a couple of weeks ago. But, yeah, I would say manhood. Um, some examples. So in college, I don't know how many of y'all have been in college recently, but in college with the help of social media and Twitter and a lot of the social platforms, men have been under attack, you know. And I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I think some things I can agree with where us men, we could do better. And, you know, then it's also some things where it's like, come on now. But, again, that's another conversation for another day. Overall, men have been under attack, right? And I think as a young man, you are put in a situation where it's like, okay, what am I doing wrong? Let me listen to what people are saying, in this case, woman, and see like how the perception of men and what the identity of a man is should really be. You feel me? How can I challenge what we are used to um, change my actions and really be what I think a man truly is, right? So I think, again, that's like the biggest place. So, for example, some toxic masculinity things. Um, and y'all might not agree with some of these, but this is these are some things I can say that I've taken note of and changed. And some of them were some unhealthy places, so don't get triggered or anything. I'm just telling you, this is how I used to think, and this is how I think now. Um, because there are a lot of toxic ideas that are put into the the minds of young men. And, you know, you have to grow and get out of those mindsets. So, one, in college, as a young man, or even before college, you know, you taught that women are just objects of sex, basically. And I would say 
once I got into this space where I'm hearing all these voices, because honestly, outside of college, and if you're not on social media or nothing, you don't really hear the voice of the masses. You know, you live in your own little bubble. You go to school or work. Uh, you just deal with your family, and that's really it. Maybe you go out and get some social interaction, like going to bars and parties and stuff. But as far as the opinions of other groups of people, you don't really hear nothing, right? So I'm being in a predominantly black neighborhood and part of my city is like our customs, our norms are there. They're going to stay there and they're not going nowhere. And it can be very common in my community to, again, just look at women as objects of sex, you know, especially not growing up with like father figures, not seeing too really too many really um, monogamous relationships or just people being married. It can be difficult. It can change your perception of the relationship between a man and a woman, right? And again, this is just one example. I'm not going to drag on this and make this a whole entire episode about the relationship between men and women. I'm just giving an example of how I had to change my actions and lead by example, but we'll get to that. So yeah, with this mindset, you know, women are just objects of sex. You go out, you see how many numbers you can get, who you can have sex with, and then it's on to the next. And then being in college, you hearing women complain about it, it's like, man, you put in this situation where it's like, is this right? And, of course, as an intellectual, as a person with some type of morality, and especially as a Christian man, a man of the church, of the Lord, um, I'm like, okay, you're right. I know I was taught this, but this just doesn't seem right. It's not right. And I'm hearing my friends complain about it and my family members. So it's like, I have to change this. I know I'm going to get some type of resistance because there's a lot of other young men in my position and it's either older men who don't want to let go of what they know you feel me they want to keep this sort of ideology in place but it's like I don't believe in it I'm, I'm hearing people saying I think it's wrong so now I gotta change and I have to lead by example now when it comes to interactions with women I, you know I'm interacting in a different type of way looking at them as human beings you know because they're not just toys you feel me for for sexual intercourse they have feelings they have goals and lives and you know and it, it's funny that you got to break it down like this because it sounds like these are things that people should automatically know but i'm telling y'all it's like people who don't think like this and it's not necessarily their fault all the time of course it's their responsibility to learn or unlearn but it's not their fault that's the way they was taught so again women are human beings with emotions and goals and lives and family just like me and they eat like I do and they think like I do and then my mindset started to shift you know and then now I'm like okay I have to lead within this and leading means you know when I see somebody else when I see one of my other brothers of the black community or any other community you know just one of my brothers who needs to be on the same page as me that's when I have to correct them like oh bro chill you know, don't think of her like that. Don't always just try to, you know, smash or nothing like that. Like, really think about how you view this person as a person and how you should change your actions. And I could say, again, that's like one area of my life where I think that I've been doing a successful job. Like, even when I get friends now as a mid-adult, I guess, like almost adult, as an almost black man, is like, 
you know, we 25, 26, almost 30 age, I meet people, and they're like, yo, you trying to go to this club, and we trying to smash and do all this? I'm like, oh, bro, like, you know, we can go out and have a good time, you know, but don't, don't set no expectations because the night shouldn't be just based on sex, you feel me? Let's just go out, see who we meet, and if you meet somebody you like, you know, see where it go. But, again, that main mindset shouldn't be just hitting and quitting, you feel me? But, again, I ain't writing on all that. I just wanted to say, when it comes to certain situations in your life that you think are necessarily bad, or even if other people complain about, think about what you can do to inspire and teach people the right way. You feel me? There's plenty of ways where you could take some type of accountability, adjust your actions and your mindset, and then be that leader that other people may need you to be. Maybe you need to be. Maybe your family need to be. I feel like that's kind of where I am with my family sometimes because it's like I'm the only person that really did the college route and like went to get the masters and then like travel the world. Like nobody has done that. And is it scary? Hell yeah, it's scary. It's like before I even thought I would be doing all this, I remember when I was first asked to sign up to come to Germany. I'm like, hell no, I don't want to go to Germany. Like, <laughs> who wants to go to Germany? And then, you know, all of the misunderstandings and lack of information, I would say ignorance to sum all of that up. Like, you know, Germany, races, Nazis, and what I look like going over there. I want to be home with my friends, home with my niggas on the block. You feel me? Just chilling. We drinking. We partying and cooling it. I don't, I don't want to do nothing like that. But then once somebody older, like, really talked to me and sat me down, like, you don't understand the experience that you're missing out on. And then I experienced it, and now I'm here, and I'm seeing, like, whoa, this is life-changing. I feel like I kind of be the one, I have to be the one to lead the future of my family, you feel me? It's like, if I don't want them to fall into the same traps that we've continuously been falling in, I got to step up and change it. And I know that's a big example, like, just talking about family, but I still feel like we can apply this at a small level, like, let me think of something small that people complain about. I could think about even within specific relationships I was in. And this is a problem that I used to always have. I think I mentioned this in previous episodes. How when my girl used to get very emotional, very toxic, and get in her feelings and get these attitudes, it's like attitudes are contagious. So I would also get an attitude and get mad at her. And then we both just like not talking and, you know, it's just weird energy. But then as I kind of matured and I got older and I really thought, like, Quran, is that the type of man you want to be? Like, when you become a husband, do you want to be the type of man that get an attitude and get spicy with your girl? Or do you want to be the type of man that, like, hold it down and say, like, baby, like, let's get some conflict resolution in here. Let's chill out. I understand you're upset. I don't want to get upset, too. So, like, let's just see how we can resolve this and... You know, just be that cool, calm, collected type of man. And after I thought about it, it's like, yeah, I want to be the cool, calm, collected one. So now, you know, I'm, I'm operating on a whole different wavelength. I'm leading by example. I want my girl, whoever she may be one day, you know, my wife, to, if she gets in a bad mood, she sees how I handle a problem. I lead and show her that, okay, we can get through this if we stay calm, if we think about it, if we communicate, all of that good stuff, and learn, like, wow, okay, maybe I did, you know, cross the line a little bit, or maybe I was very um, in a heightened emotional state, and, you know, Quran was able to show me, like, 
it's cool like chill out and i don't know i think i admire that characteristic of what i think a man should be so that's what i try to practice and that's what i try to lead in and even show other men like you know if your boy running into some problems with a girl he come to you like man i'm about to do all this i'm about to do that i'm about to drag on shorty like no bro like sit down chill is that the type of man you want to be like when once they calm down a little bit it's like nah bro you're right i don't need to do all that i just need to chill out and you know really take control of the so the situation and i'll be cool but yeah i think everybody could do some type of leading by example to change these sort of cycles and behaviors and see how it'll positively affect not only other people but the whole entire environment because we all kind of like pieces of a big puzzle if everybody does their part and everybody you know acts in this type of moral positive behavior the world could change overnight the problem is everybody don't want to do that part you feel me um, I also think this kind of plays into the law of attraction. I don't know if y'all know what the law of attraction is. Um, I can give you a definition. It might not be the best. But basically, what you think, what you say, um, it is attracted to you in the universe. If you always think negatively, I slaughtered that a little bit. If you always think negatively, negative things will happen to you. If you always think um, you're going to get hurt, you're probably going to get hurt. And you can see this with anything. Like, you ever hear somebody bought a red car, and now all they see is red cars. Like, I'm pretty sure you've been in that situation. Or even with the numbers thing, everybody got a lucky number. And as soon as you establish your lucky number, you see it all the time. Nine times out of ten, it's not really that that number is appearing more. Like, on a scientific level, it's just subconsciously, since that's what you're thinking about, you just notice it more. And I feel like it's the same thing with problems these days. It's like, if you always focus on, man, men are always cheating on women, that every time you're on social media, that's probably what you're going to see because that's what you constantly look for. That's what you give your attention to. So it's going to pop up, especially with the algorithm nowadays. You know, like They know how to feed into what's going to get the most attention from people. So if you're always focusing on this negative thing, these negative things that you bring up and you spend time and getting in this drama, like you're going to see it a lot. It's not just in the universe, but online. Like you have direct control over what you see. So I say all that to say, if you want to see change, like once you start partaking in actively changing your actions and the way you think and leading by example, you'll start to see you'll meet different types of people. Like I can say honestly, since I've been like traveling and like just on this free mind state, it's like, I don't think negatively, so I don't really come across negative situations. And I, I think a good example of that is, like, racism. People always ask me, do I experience racism here? And I say, no, like, not at all. Outside of, like, one weird situation, not really. I think I experienced more racism back home. And I think I barely experienced racism back home. But I think that comes from my mindset where I don't really think about racism. I don't look for it. You feel me? I'm sure when I go out to the bar or go to a club, it's somebody looking at me sideways, talking out the side of their neck. I mean, because a nigga ain't going to say it in my face. But, you know, I'm sure there's people out there doing some type of racist stuff. But I don't care for it. I don't look for it. I ignore it. I don't think about it. So I just miss it. I'm always on a good vibe. I'm always happy and, you know, just trying to enjoy myself. And that's what I attract. I find other people that's enjoying themselves. And I don't even worry about the BS. You feel me? Because it's not what I'm attracting. 
I'm attracting what I'm giving out. And that's radiant, beautiful, black boy joy. And that's it. <laughs> so I would say think about some ways, some actions that you can maybe change to be a better person. Be the man or woman you want to be and lead in that act. Lead in those characteristics. Lead by example. That way you can slowly change the world into the way you want it to be. Hopefully it's positive, you feel me? Um, and then, you know, as you're actively leading in those positive ways, you'll notice how much better positive things start to come to you. That law of attraction. Or as we say in the house of the Lord, um, the power of the tongue. You know, the tongue got power. So if you speak in, in positive ways and affirmations, it'll come to you. And... Yeah, I think we should all kind of live like that. But that's all I really got to say. Hope I ain't ramble too much for y'all. I love y'all. I ask that y'all have a great week, a great December. Happy December. Year almost over. I don't know what I'm doing next year. Matter of fact, we talk about that in a couple weeks. All right, love y'all. Peace.